Hey fam, hello, 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 hello family. I got a word for you today. I don't know if it's going to be a quick word, if it's going to be a fast word. I don't know what this word is going to be. I'm just yielding to the spirit of God and I'm going to just say, Holy Spirit, use me in the name of Jesus and we're going to do what we can here to do. So Lord has been cooking this word within me, okay? He has been cooking this word within me and I'm, we're going to be hopping over a couple of different places, but I pray that this word blesses you in the name of Jesus. So, um, we're going to read, start at John chapter 9. And we're going to go down to, we're going to just start at the top. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened so the power of God could be seen in him. And I want to stop right there for a second. And I want to bring this back to you. Throughout your life, you feel like just the outcast. You feel like it always was something better for you. And you just, you wouldn't settle for things. But people chalked you up as being lazy. People chalked you up as not wanting nothing out of life. But you just didn't have a desire for anything. It was like you wanted to be successful, but you didn't know what to do. Like, all the, all the, um regular ways that people are successful you never wanted to do that you never wanted to to go to school to be a doctor to go to school to be a lawyer you know the typical things people think of being successful you just knew that you wanted to be successful but you were walking around blind because you couldn't see who you really were you didn't understand why you were here and and why is it so easy for some people to go out and be successful but it was harder for you And this is what the Lord said. He said, this happened so that the power of God could be seen in him. And I'm telling you that you walked around this earth blindly because it was so the power of God could be seen through you. If the Lord showed you too soon who you were, it would have been for your bad. Because we already know the enemy is waiting to devour you. So if you walked around and really knew who you was, God knew he had to hide you. He knew he couldn't give you his desires yet because he had to strengthen you. He had to put you on a potter's wheel. He had to mold you into what he always knew you were going to be. He just knew it was when the time was to show you. Okay. And as you keep on reading, um, you know, Jesus, he told the man, he, he made mud with the saliva, and he wiped the man's eyes, and he gave the man instructions. He said, go wash yourself. He said, go wash yourself. And and I, I speak to you, but I need you to hear this. I'm speaking prophetically to you, right? The Lord is saying, just go wash yourself. Follow my direction." Do what I tell you. I will lead you. Because you see, it took he took him to Shalom, 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 and it means sent. He took he told him to go. He said, Go wash yourself. He sent him to that. He gave him that next direction. And he said, Go, go wash yourself. And the Lord is going to tell you what to do to see the miracles happen in your life. Just hold on to his voice. Remember, we was talking about um Two episodes ago, hold on to my voice, says the Lord. Hold on to it and follow my directions. 
take heed to what I'm speaking to you. I want to take you to um, Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 8, my bad. Mark chapter 8, verse 23. 22. When they arrived at Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man to Jesus and they begged him to touch the man and heal him. Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Then spitting on the man's eyes, he laid his hands on him and asked, Can you see anything now? But I want to break this down to you. People brought the blind man to Jesus, right? But Jesus had to take the blind man away. He had to he had to take him away from his comfort zone. He had to take him away from the familiar place to do what he was getting ready to do for him. He said, "Then spitting on the man's eyes, he laid his hands on him and asked, Can you see anything?'" Then the man looked around. Yes, he said. I see people, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. So Jesus said, okay, now I'm, I'm going to give you a miracle. I'm going I'm I'm to give you a taste. I'm going to let you taste and see that I am good. So he spit on his hands. He put it on the man. And then he asked him, he said, can you see anything? Because sometimes your healing comes in, and I want to say it comes in pieces. Like, okay, because the guy got the puzzle. And he'll put the puzzle together piece by piece. So sometimes your healing don't come exactly the way you thought. But it's because the Lord has to strip things from you. He has to remove things from you, right? The man looked around and said, yes, I see people, but they, they, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Then Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes again. His eyes were opened. You see, it's it's all about the relationship. Jesus don't just heal you and be like, okay, go about your way. When Jesus heal you, it's because he wants to be intimate with you. He said, what do you see? He is there with you every step of the way. That's what it's about. The Lord is there with you every step of the way. He is with you. He wants to enjoy every piece of this puzzle with you. So then he, you see, he put his hands back on the man. And his eyes were opened. His sight was completely restored. And he could see everything clearly. Jesus sent him away saying, don't go back into the village on your way home. And I need somebody to take heed to this. The Lord says, once I do this good work within you, I don't need you to go back. Don't go back to the things you used to do. Don't go back to those people that you used to be with. Don't go back to those things. Don't go back, the Lord says. But keep following me. Can I tell you something? All of Jesus' disciples seen miracles and they will follow Jesus because the more they would follow him, they would be like, who is this man? Because, like, <laughs> you know, the carnal mind, the carnal mind will keep you from really realizing, like, behold, Jesus. So they're like, who is this man? But it's following him and following his miracles is what's going to get you into your purpose. The Lord is just so miraculous. 
And, and, and it's, I, I told you, I got pending testimonies coming. They pending. But I'm walking them out in faith because I know I will be here to testify of God's goodness. I know it's going to be a time that I'm going to testify about all of God's goodness that he has been doing for me. And I say this because I have that faith for you too. I just need you to have a mustard seed of faith for yourself that God will do it. God will restore the vision. Some of you might not be blind actually in the natural. Some of you might be blind in the spiritual. You can't see what, what it really is. And I serve a God that will restore that. The Lord says, can you see anything? What can you see spiritually? And he can touch you and you can begin to understand the spirit. Don't think it's a time frame on when you learn the things of the spirit. Because let me tell you something. Paul went from persecuting Christians, being blind, to giving a word. So don't put a time limit on God. Just give him space so he can move because he big. He big. Okay, he's big. Let's go to Mark 10, verse 51. Um, wait, hold on, I'm going to start right here. Then they reached Jericho and asked Jesus and his disciples, left left town a large crowd followed him a blind beggar named Bartimaeus son of Timaeus was sitting beside the road when Bartimaeus heard that that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby he began to shout Jesus son of David have mercy on me be quiet many of the people yelled at him can I tell you something real quick don't let nobody silence your voice when it comes to Jesus because some people can't receive him because they don't receive the things of the spirit but you know who jesus is and you keep calling on his name don't listen to them people that's like oh be quiet no you you yell his name because you know who he is your spirit man knows who he is you gotta let your flesh catch up with it you gotta let the carnal man catch up with it but your spirit knows who he is and if you yield to that spirit and you walk in the spirit and you don't walk in your flesh you will see but he only shouted louder see he said but he only shouted louder you gotta keep on you gotta get jesus attention you gotta you got i want to say you gotta your low key gotta be desperate you gotta shout out to him in desperation i'm not saying like after you get what you want you turn your back on jesus but you gotta know that he is he will fulfill your soul you you gotta understand that he is your life he is the eternal life and the only way to live this life is through jesus i need you to understand that so don't let nobody silence you you praise him louder when somebody tries to silence you he said, son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, tell him to come here. You see how he, he felt the passion. You see, he felt the passion. You see that exclamation point? He felt the passion that that man was calling out to him. He felt the genuineness in that man's heart. He said, have mercy on me. And some of you need to pray that to the Lord. You need to say, Lord, have mercy on me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And it says, when Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, tell him to come here. Tell him to come here. And the Lord, he is, he's saying that. Come here. I hear you. 
I hear your prayers. Come get to know me. Come. I'm listening. Come here. So they called the blind so they called the blind man cheer up they said come on he's calling you I'm here to tell you he is calling you what you think is your bad the lord is using that to pull you out he is calling you he's saying come here come here so Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up and came to Jesus. Immediately he dropped everything and he came to Jesus. And that is what the Lord is looking for. Will you drop everything for me? And will you come here, says the Lord? Will you drop everything that you thought was yours? And will you come here and will you follow me, says Jesus? That's what the Lord is saying in the name of Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked, my rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see and I want you to understand that yes, he, we, this word is for people who can't see and for people who can't see in the spirit and who can't see in the natural. It's for both of you because it's all working for your good. Just tell the Lord, I want to see. I really want to know you, Lord. I want to see you, God. I want to see the things of the spirit. Lord. I want to know the truth, Jesus. Teach me who I am. Teach me your ways. I give you my heart, Lord. I pour my heart out to you. And Jesus said to him, go for your faith has healed you. Instantly the man could see and he followed Jesus down the road. That's all Jesus is calling. He's calling for people to follow him instantly. Soon as that man, he knew, he knew his healing light in Jesus. He knew that if I could just speak to this man, if this man could just speak to me, I know he has the power within him to heal me. And Jesus said, because you believed in me, this is what he said to the man. He said, because you believed in who I was, I have made you whole because you know who I am. I have healed you. Family, I wanted you to know some things about me. Okay. And we, I'm going to give this testimony. It's going to be a time I'm going to give my whole testimony, but I got to tell you something. The Lord has, he has, I have had some deep wounds. Okay. And those deep wounds that I had I thank God for them because if it wasn't in the pain, I wouldn't have realized who he was. If he didn't take everything from me, I could have never known who he was. I could have never known who I was. And that's why I love him so much because he, even in my pain, he showed me he is Lord. Okay. And he said, and Jesus said to him, go for your faith has healed you. But see, even with the go, you could take that where the, the man could have got up and he would have went about his life like nothing never happened. But it's this desire that begins to burn within you for Jesus. Once you get a real encounter with him, you realize this is what my soul was missing. I looked all around for you and I couldn't find you. I couldn't find you in the drugs. I couldn't find you in the sex. I couldn't find you in the relationships. I couldn't find you in my family. But it's been you, Jesus. You are who I've been looking for. And it's just, you can't leave that. <laughs> once you, excuse me, once you witness the, 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 the power, the peace, and the love of Jesus, you can't let it go. 
I walk around with my head held high because I know he's with me. I feel his presence. Hallelujah. <coughs> I'm sorry. I got a tickle in my throat. Hold on. I'm sorry, family. I had to cough and I had to get me a drink of water because my throat was like starting to do that thing. Um, I want to take you to one more chapter and then I'm going to let y'all go, family. I just had to get this word up off of me, okay? Um, okay. Um, hold on. I typed in the wrong thing. Hold on. Go to Matthew 14, verse 20. Let's start at verse 22, maybe. Maybe. I might go up. Y'all know me. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from the land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on water. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Come on, y'all. Jesus was walking on water, y'all. Uh, and he knew his people was in trouble. But look what Jesus was doing. He went up in the hills to, by himself to pray. Night fall, fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble were in trouble far away. See, when you praying, you don't got room. Jesus could have got up and been running in fear. But Jesus was doing the best thing. And that was praying. Pouring his heart out. Okay, because it's it's when you're praying, it strengthens you. When you're talking to God, it gives you this supernatural strength. It it, it has you feeling like I can keep going. It's necessary to have a prayer life, and then after you come out of that prayer. You ready to walk on water like Jesus? You know miracles can happen because you let God refuel you. While the disciples saw him walking on water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. And I'm trying, I need you to understand this, that the Lord is saying, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of him. Come to him. To have courage because he is there with you. He knows that you are in trouble. He knows that you need him. He said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Come to him. The farther you go away from him, the more that you're going to realize you need him. And when you come to him, you will realize the answer has been you. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Some people, it's okay to say, Jesus, if this is really you, if you really are who you said that you are, then tell me to come. Tell me to come walk on water. Show me a miracle if this is really you. And this is what Jesus said. He ain't going to rebuke you. He said, yes, come. Peter asked him because he, he had doubt. He said, if that's really you, call me and I'm coming. And he said, yes, come. 
Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong winds and waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. When you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and you don't care about the other circumstances, you won't feel like you're drowning. But the moment you take your mind off of him, everything comes crashing at you. And I know this is the truth because uh, it's happened in my life. When I don't stay focused on him, anxiety creeps up. Doubt creeps up. Fear creeps up. But when I keep walking and I keep keeping my mind focused on him, I'm walking on what? I see miracles happen. But when I begin to look and I begin to listen to people who tell me what's possible and what's not possible, I begin to sink. But let me tell you about the goodness of my God. He immediately, Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. All you had to do is say, save me, Lord. The Lord is going to show you a miracle. And in the midst, even when you, the enemy is going to try to come up against your mind, you say, save me, Lord. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? Why did you doubt him? Why did you doubt him? You do, I'm telling you, you do not have to doubt him. He is who he said he is. And he proves it to you. He will prove it to you. That he is who you said, who he said he is. Don't have little faith. Believe in him. Trust in who he is. Give him your all. Say, Lord, I give you all of my faith. I believe you. Just help me overcome this unbelief. When they climbed back into the boat and the wind stopped. So once he got, once Jesus pulled him out and he got that touch from the Lord, everything stopped. The storm stopped. And I'm saying this to you. Once you you let Jesus touch you, once you let him help you, the storm will stop. Then the disciples worship him. You really are the son of God, they exclaimed. After they crossed the lake, they landed at Garciniet. When the people recognized Jesus, the news of his arrival spread quickly throughout the whole area. And soon people were bringing all their sick to be healed. They begged him to let the sick touch at least the fringe of his robe. And all who touched him were healed. They was begging Jesus just to touch the fringe of his robe. Because you need just a touch from the Lord. You just need to know that the Lord is here. And believe in him and you will be healed. Believe in Jesus because you will be healed believe in him I don't care what's coming up against your mind say I decree I declare that I will believe in you Jesus I just want to touch the fringe of your garment I just want to touch the hem of your robe Lord I want to be where you are at I've tried things my way and it never worked Lord I admit to you that I am a sinner father and I will turn the other way. I am repenting, Lord. I want to take up my cross and follow you. And watch what God does. I Watch what Jesus does for you. Just watch. Just watch. I'm here to testify of the goodness of the Father. He will do it. Do you hear me? And you don't have to doubt him. Just believe. 
family. I pray this word has blessed you. <laughs> I told you, it's like so supernatural how the spirit takes over. It's so supernatural. It is just like the, the Holy Spirit, he's such a gentleman because he comes in, right? And he just takes over the meeting. And then he'll just be like, okay, that's it. <laughs> and then I, and then it just be it be your sister again. But like, trust in God, okay? Trust in Him because He is who He said He is. And I pray in the name of Jesus. I'm driving. If y'all hear my turn signal, I pray in the name of Jesus that you shall see signs, miracles, and wonders follow you. Undescribable miracles will follow you because I believe God for you. Like the paralyzed man, his friend's faith healed him. And I will be your friend. I put my faith on the line that the Lord will show you signs, miracles, and wonders. I believe in who he said he is. I believe in the name of Jesus. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that Jesus is God. I believe that God has rose Jesus from the dead. I believe he died on the cross for all of our sins. So everyone that will believe in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And I want you to know that the eternal life is to know him. It's to be able to know him, to be able to call his name. That is eternal life. That is the true life. So I pray this word blessed you, family. And I just pray, I just pray it blesses you. And I pray that you just receive all that God has for you through this word. And in Jesus' name, that's in Jesus' name, okay? Amen, amen, and amen, okay? So let's say this together, family. I love you, but most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.